Father Lord, we thank you, we bless you. Worship your holy name. Give you your praise. Give you your glory. We give you all the honor. Speak to us once again, O God. And take all the glory in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Make us both the hearers and the doer of your word in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As we are looking into what we must do for our home to be solidly built to your test, to your standard law. Help us not only just to hear them, but to put your word into practice. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Today we are looking at home builders. Home builders or marriage builders. Those things that we need in life to build our marriage. After the order of the Almighty God, marriage in order of the Holy Spirit, what are the parameters? What are the indicators? What are the forces? What are the walls? What are the pillars that we need to sustain and to build our home? That is exactly what we are looking into right now. You know, if you want to build a house or a home or stadium or any type of building, there are materials that must be put in place. Without those materials, you can never, never build that home or that house or edifice to taste and of course, two standard. You can never do without them. You will need block. You will need cement. You will need water. You will need iron. For us to build any form of home or project or house. So the same thing we are looking at now spiritually. That now that we are in marriage or we are going into marriage. What are the things you and I will need to build our home? These are the indicators, parameters we can never, never do without. We need them to build our home. For any home to succeed in life, biblically speaking, you need these pillars. Without waste much time, number one, pillar, food, is very, very important in marriage. A man of God once said the other time, I mean, a renowned man of God, he was talking to brothers. He said, brothers, do not marry a sister <laughs> that does not know how to cook. You know, everybody laughs. It looks somehow funny. But to a certain extent, it's correct. But that is not the real reason why you must go into marriage. You go into marriage because it is the will of God. Don't go into marriage due to any other factor other than the fact that is the will of God for you. Because if a marriage is the will of God for you, things will fall in place in that marriage. No matter the height of storm, persecution, things will always work together for our good. Proverbs 31, 14 to 15. Proverbs 31, 14 to 15. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. 
she riseth also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maids. Verse 27. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. It's talking about the vicious woman here. So one of the factors you need to build your home is good food. Every woman must know how to prepare different types of delicious food for the man, for the children at home. Even the man also must know how to prepare delicious food different times for your wife, for your family. Because a time will come that you need to stand in for your wife. That is the truth. Adam and Eve lost their first inheritance due to a food issue in the home. They ate the forbidden fruit. So it is not every food you eat. Your husband's food, for instance, must not allow to be cooked by your servant at home as a woman. You must cook for your husband by yourself. It's very, very important. And addicts say that the way to the heart of a man is through food, through his mouth. So don't allow your mate to be the one that will cook your husband's food or begin to serve your husband. No matter what, make sure as a woman you take charge of the husband that you have in your house. The food, the welfare, everything about your husband. Don't delegate it to anybody. You do that, you'll be risking your home. Make sure that your husband is far from forbidding food or food that destroy the home of Adam and Eve, our great-great-grandfather. When you look at the character of the vicious woman, it's a woman that takes charge of the food in her home. Prepare the food, serve the food, did everything to the husband. Don't eat the food that will destroy your life. Even when you travel out, be careful where you eat. Food is powerful. Esau lost his first birthright because of food. He lost it. By the time he repented, sorted with tears, he couldn't get it back again. It was too late. Do not lose your home because of food, woman. Some of us that are so busy with our profession, Morning to night. You don't have time to attend to your husband. Your work is now your husband. Be careful, woman. Don't delegate your food to any mate, to any servant to serve your husband. You must set your home in order in a way that you will be the one that will take care of the food that your husband will always eat, no matter what. You must always do that. Very, very vital and very, very important. Pray before you eat any food. You pray seriously, not it. Pray very, very well. And stay away from food from strange women. Mama put, be careful. Love the food of your wife more than any other person's food. It is very, very important. Love is so much. So much. Desire is so much. If possible, husband, I will always create room to always eat together. As occasion will demand you, 
eat together, feed even each other while eating on the table. It puts spices, romance in your marriage. It doesn't matter who's around. You can feed your husband even in the presence of anybody. It's your husband. Wife, you can do the same. Please take charge of your kitchen. Don't leave your kitchen for anybody. Maybe more modern law, or sister-in-law, or, or uncle. Or... No! Be in charge of your kitchen, no matter what. Because the kind of food your husband is going to eat will also determine the rate of his love for you. Food is very, very powerful. This is one of the factors, one of the strong reasons why you'll be able to build your home. Know how to cook different type of delicious food. If you don't know how to, you can go to catering school. Learn how to cook. Learn how to cook. Even as a man, it's good you know how to cook. Because there are times maybe your wife may be down at home, maybe she's tired or maybe she traveled. You don't have to go about buying food all over the places. You know how to cook as a man. And save yourself from troubles. A lot of them have been scattered and destroyed because of food. One of our evangelists the other time, God saved his soul from disaster. A strange woman prepared strange food for him to eat with the intention to scatter his marriage. But God revealed it ahead of time that somebody is bringing food and that he must not eat that food. That if he eat the food, that is the end of his marriage. Exactly as God has revealed it, that is exactly what happened. And the evangelist said, thank you, ma. I'm okay. I can't eat anything now. And the food was returned. So please be careful. You don't even know who's monitoring you with food. Remember, Adam and Eve lost it because of food. Esau lost it because of food. So there are so many other examples in the Bible. Be like the virtuous woman who go far to provide for her family and make sure that the food is well prepared and she served the table. She served the table. Give portion to everybody at home. So number one is food. Take charge of your kitchen and stay away from forbidding food. Even when you travel, be careful where you eat and what you eat. Pray seriously. Most of some of us don't know how to eat in hotel. Pray seriously. Sanctify your food with the blood of Jesus. Dedicate it and rededicate it to God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit before you begin to eat. And husband, when you are cooking at times, pray inside your food. Wife, speak inside your food. Release love. Release protection. Release favor of God inside. Release more anointing for romance between you and your husband. Inside your food. It's not, it's not the sin. It's not the sin. Often when, I, when I'm cooking, I, I speak a blessing tongue. I speak. That is the secret. Food will help you to build your home. Well, you know how to cook very well and you give your husband the right food at the right time. Make sure that you feed your stomach, I mean you feed your husband's stomach such a way that he will not have room to eat somebody else's food outside. That is number one. It's very, very vital. And two, holistic sexual relationship is very, very mighty. It's a strong pillar in building any home. Holistic sexual relationship. Is very very vital. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse two to five. First Corinthians chapter seven, two to five, is the word of God. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife 
and let every woman have her own husband. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence, and like also the wife unto the husband. The wife had no power of her own body, but the husband. And likewise also the husband had no power of his own body, but the wife. Defraud ye not one the other, except it be with consent for a time, that ye may give yourself to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan tape you not for your incontinency. This is it. It's the word of God. Every man must not sleep outside his marriage. Every woman must not sleep outside her marriage. When you do that, you are opening door for the devil to come into your home and to destroy your marriage. Stay away from any form of ungodly sexual relationship. Stay in tune with your partner. Stay in tune with your partner. And be far from strange men and women out there. Sex is a weapon that the devil uses to destroy so many lives. I used to tell men, when you think that you are smart, you are sleeping around, all you are simply doing that you are just putting your life into so many empty strangers that can destroy your life at any time. See, let me tell you something. Your semen is in your life. If the devil gets your semen on the bed of adultery or fornication, <laughs> except God intervene, that life is gone already. Because whatever they tamper with, the same will affect you anywhere you are at any time. The Bible says, the life of the flesh is in the blood. So you don't joke you don't toy with your blood. Don't joke with your blood. You can't be spilling your blood over the place where you are enjoying. That is foolishness of the highest order. Sorry to say. Don't do that. The word of God is so strong. Say, drink water from your own system. Let the breast of your wife satisfy you. No matter my beer age. Proverbs chapter 5. 15 to 19. Proverbs chapter 5. 15 to 19. Drink waters out of thy own system, and running waters out of thy own way. Let thy fountain be dispatched abroad, and rivers of water in the street. Let them be only thy own. You see that? And no strangers with thee. Let thy fountain be blessed, and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Look at verse 19. Let her be as the loving hymn and pleasant role. Let her breasts satisfy thee at all times, and be thou ravished always with her love. With her love. With her love. Drink water from your own pot. Let it be your own. Don't let it be for strangers. Take charge of your husband and of your wife. Stop looking elsewhere. If there's somebody that is better than you all over the world, go and give that person to you as your spouse. That's what you must know. The Bible says every good and perfect gift is from above. Every good and perfect gift. So anyone that God has given to you as your wife or as your husband is the best for you. You can ever get anywhere on the surface of the earth. Trying to look for alternatives is like looking for strangers. Looking for what is not existing. Looking for the trap of the devil. Stay indoor. Let her breath satisfy you. Drink water from your pot. Be ravished with her own love. With her love. Proverbs chapter 6, 27 to 29. It's the word of God. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be born? 
That talks about Samson. Can the man take fire in his bosom? And his clothes not be born? Can one go up on hot coals and his feet not be born? So he that goeth in to his neighbor's wife, whosoever touches her shall not be innocent. Shall not be innocent. Look at verse 32 to 33. But also committed adultery with a woman lacking understanding. He that does it destroyeth his own soul. A wound and dishonor shall he get, and a reproach shall not be wiped away. What's he talking about? Something of the truth. It's a reproach. The eyes were removed, her hair were cut, her power disappeared, her ministry was shut down. How will it have been lovely today if you can have generation of Samson? Oh my God, I'd be so lovely. Adultery shut down his destiny completely. Adultery killed him and killed all his seed. Generation yet unborn. Imagine mighty men that have come out through Samson. If Samson have gotten married legally, have raised his own home and his own children. And did not allow ungodly sexual relationship to ruin his destiny. Up to today, we will have it, they, they will still be in existence. We have had the generation of the giant, of the mighty men, physical mighty men, that are powerful. Generation of Samson. He was extraordinarily anointed, powerfully anointed by God. But ungodly sexual relationship brought terrible damage. Not only to Samson, even to the body of Christ. Put on your imagination. If Samson has escaped that trial from the liner, Samson has gotten married and he has a wife and has had his own children, men and female. You know how they will look like. Strong, healthy, powerful, physical, mighty men will have been existing up to today on the surface of the earth. Even though because Samson went outside his marriage to drink water out of another man's, another woman's pot. That is not its own. Please, I am pleading with you. Stay together. Sex is life. Each time you ejaculate, you are releasing your life. Life out. So let it be to whom the Lord has ordained for you. Let it be the flesh of your flesh and the bone of your bone. Don't destroy yourself before your time with ungodly sexual relationship. You need to see how God played courses. In Leviticus 20. 10 to 21. I won't have time to read it. Leviticus 20, 10 to 21. You can read it. God lay all kind of courses on all people that are involved in sexual, ungodly sexual relationship. No matter what, God is always there. Even maybe your husband doesn't know how to do very well. Pray as God. God will know how to do everything. So don't complain. Some say that the husband cannot satisfy them. Ask God to give your husband the strength. If your husband dressed it, kiss more, ask God to enlarge it. There's nothing God can God has paper out of everything. And if it's too big, you want you to read, ask God to God will do the same thing. So there's nothing you need in marriage that God cannot supply. Why would you go outside your marriage? God is the author, is the owner, is the originator of marriage. Anything you need in your marriage, God will always supply it. Any church angry that God will give it to you. Give your husband vagra food, vagra fruit, and stay away from drugs that kill. They call it last long. To me, I see that thing. I, I call it last long and die young. That's what I call it. All those useless drugs, capsules, people are consuming everything. All the name of it, they want to satisfy themselves. They don't know. They are killing their brain gradually. Go on natural Vagra. They are there. Vagra fruit, Vagra food that you will take. 
that will make you look healthy as a woman, as a man, sexually with your partner. It's the right kind of food to help you. And whatever you need that is that is lacking, ask God to supply. And that takes us to the number three step, which is fervent prayer. Fervent prayer, you cannot do without it. You want to build a solid home, you want your marriage to solidly build, you must know how to fast and pray and ask God to supply into your marriage everything you need that you don't have and that God will remove whatever you have that you don't need in your marriage. Oftentimes we don't pray. James 5, 16 to 18 declare that we must pray fervently one for another. We must pray for each other. As couples, we must pray for each other. Our prayer is so powerful. We must always be in tune together so that our prayer will not be hindered by the devil. James chapter 5, 16 to 18. Confess your fault one to another. Pray one for another that ye may be healed. Look at that. The effectual of prayer of a righteous man availed much. As couple, we must pray for each other that we may be healed. Anything, you, anything that is lacking in your spouse, you are to go on your knees and pray for the need to be met. As husband and wife, if we will play our role in the place of prayer in our marriage, we will not have much problem that we have today. I'm telling you, there is no mountain God cannot bring down. There is no valley that God cannot fill. If we will humble ourselves and go before him in prayer and seek his face, there is nothing that he cannot supply. You will stop the hand of the devil against your marriage and you will get fresh oil to renew your marriage. Even when the marriage in, Ken in, in the wedding that Cana was out, no more oil. They have to run to Jesus. He supply fresh oil. So you can always ask for fresh oil, fresh love. Renew every day in your marriage. Take time to pray. Look around your home. What is it that is lacking? Ask God to supply. What is it that is as it on? Or put it out through the power of prayer. The Bible says the effectual. I love that. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. Amplified said it maketh tremendous power available. He said, pray for one another that ye may be healed. So whatever is lacking in your marriage. I ask for healing now in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Let the healing power of God come mightily upon your home in the name of our Lord Jesus. Anything that is lacking, pray for it. Oftentimes, what's caused most problems, most cases in marriage is, is sexual relationship. Most cases. And God is the, is the owner. God is the one that put it there. Go to God, whatever you need. If your spouse don't know how to do it, ask God to release the energy. Ask God to release the strength. For him to perform his duty. If he's sleeping around, go on, he break the yoke. Turn those marriage women to masquerade in, 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 in his eyes. See that me will say that. That's not my prayer I cannot do. Turn them against themselves. And decree that your husband or your wife will know no other woman or other man except you. As long as you are left, your relationship must be in continuity. Nothing should stop it. Please. Take time to pray. Don't joke with your home. 
The devil does not want happy home. He scatter whom he want. That's why he have raised a lot of marriage counsel all over the world that will be teaching heresies online. Somebody will be saying it's a normal thing for a woman to be sleeping in her husband because she was sleeping because she's a widow. That is not of God. That's of the devil from the pit of hell. You see where people are now turning Bible upside down? Instead of man pay dowry, it's one now that has not paid dowry. You see a man marry two women at the same time? You will see women marry two men at the same time? This abomination from the pit of hell is never of God. We command somebody to die out of the service of the earth in the name of our Lord Jesus. Only God perfect we will we, 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 we rule our life and our home. I can't finish this message today. I will just talk in number four. Number four is love. Love is very, very important. When you love your spouse, you will go extra mind to do anything for your wife or for your husband. And how do you love? You love by honoring one another, by honoring each other. Honor your wife. Wife, honor your husband. Celebrate each other. Appreciate each other. Love yourself. Honor yourself. After God, woman, the next person is your husband. After God, man, the next person is your wife. You must respect that woman. You must show her love or ramification. Not today that we have cases. People will go to their office. They will honor their bosses so much. Respect. Even go on their knee. But when they come home, their husband is now their shopping sticks. It ought not to be so. It ought not to be so. If you are a man or you are a woman, you have so much respect for your boss in the office. When your boss speaks, you say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Everything. Yeah. But when you get home, no anthem of respect or honor for your wife or for your husband is a big error on your part. You must repent. You must repent. You are building that office by honoring that man or that woman as your boss. Then why can't you build your home? The Bible says a wise woman builds her home, but the foolish pluck it down with her own hand. You must love your husband. You must love your wife. It's a command. And it's not negotiable. If you love her, you will honor her. You will respect her. You will respect her. You will respect him. You will communicate with her in honor, in love, not by shouting. And if you love your wife as a man, you will never raise your hand against your wife. Never. A man of God says it is mad men or mad man that beat their wife. We also have wife, also that beat men, also. It's very versa. Please stop. Fighting and quarreling will only ruin your marriage. It will take you nowhere. You're only opening door for the devil each time you are fighting or quarreling yourself. Don't do it. The word of God is against it. If you cannot beat your boss in the office, why must you beat your, why must you beat your husband? If you honor your boss in the office, why must you not honor your husband or your wife? If you communicate with your boss in the office with honor and respect and dignity, why can't you do this? Why is it so hard for you to do the same? For your spouse. Remember, your primary vision helper in life, after God, is your wife or your husband. If you don't know, your foundational vision helper that God gave you is your wife or your husband. So you don't joke with your role in each other's life. If there's somebody that is far, far better than you, other than that woman or that woman, God has given it to you. Please, 
let's build our home and stand firm in loving each other. Love, they say, it covers a multitude of sin. So it doesn't matter the sin of your wife. It doesn't matter the sin of your husband. If you truly love that man just like the way Christ has loved us, you will forgive her. You will forgive. Let's look at the word of God and see how God has taught us from his word on how to love each other. Ephesians chapter 5, like I've said, I will not be able to finish this message. I will stop here. I will continue the part 2 by the special grace of God, maybe on Friday or Saturday. Let's look at Ephesians. It's the word of God. Chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, 25. I've started from verse 25. I would I I I I miss the two together, but let me start from 25. It's your husband. He's talking about husband here. The same also as applied to wife, please. <laughs> husband. Or, or let me start from 21. Number one, he says, Submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God. Submitting yourself <laughs> one to another. After time, we have women to submit. It is good. The Bible says we should submit ourselves to each other. What does it mean? Respect each other. Honor each other. Listen to each other's counsel and advice. Don't lord it over each other. There are times, let the counsel of the woman stand when she brings white counsel. Don't think that as a man, you know it all. Listen to your wife. Submit to your wife also in counseling, in advising you, in traveling, in doing anything. Don't think that you know it. God has used my wife to save me from so many dangers, so many times. Most especially, I will never forget the time we were going, we were about to go for one barrier. And the person is very, very close to me. We have been seeking defense of whether we should go or not. She was the one that God spoke to. And she told me, say, God said we should not go. I did not argue with her. It was later and I realized the reason why God said we should not go. But if you still know, you will tell her, woman, why must you tell me I should not go? Remember, I'm your head. You better be careful. It's the word of God. So meeting yourself one to another in the fear of God. It's how to love one another. It's how to love each other. So meet yourself one to another in the word of God. It's not only the woman that will submit. Yes, it is, it is a primary assignment to submit to the man. But you man at times listen to that woman. Listen to her voice. Listen to her instruction. She won't lead you as she is your wife. Don't claim Alpha and Omega. God gave her to you as your help to help you in life. 22. He said, wife, submit yourself unto your own husband as unto the Lord. In other words, obey your husband, woman. Obey your husband. You have no right to disobey your husband, except he is asking you to do what is contrary to the word of God. The only way anybody can disobey anybody is when that person is asking you to disobey God, because you must obey God in order to make God is your number one. Is Alpha is Omega. It's everything to us. We must disobey all authority just to obey God. Remember the apostle. Shall we now obey men rather than God? He said, God forbid. How shall we not speak of the thing we have seen and we have heard? So wife, submit to your husband. It means honor your husband. It means respect your husband. It means carry out your husband's instruction. The word submissiveness is talking about. Honor him. Respect him. Carry out his instruction. 
most especially when it is in agreement with the word of God. And don't tear down your home. This is the word of God. It's not the word of anybody. This is how you demonstrate love in your home. And you submit to your husband. And you submit to one another. We are continuing now from verse 25. Husband, love your wife. Even as Christ also loved the church. We are going to see how Christ loved the church now. And gave himself for it. One. That he might sanctify. Two. And cleanse it with washing of water by the word. Three. That he might present it to himself a glorious church. Four. Not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy without blemish. Five. So this is how to demonstrate love in marriage. Because Jesus has taught us is the one that owned perfect marriage between himself and the church. And this house is relating to us. And is telling us in this same order, we should relate to ourselves also. As husband, as wife. This is how to do it. Love your wife. Even as Christ also loved the church. How? Number one. Gave himself for it. In other words, be ready to even lay down your life. For your wife, for your husband. In other words, be there for that man. Be there for that woman. When things are very, very tough. When things are very, very hard. Not like today. That when a woman commits small sin, the next thing is divorce. It's, no. It's a command. How to love each other. Husband loved your wife, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. You are to give everything you have to your spouse, your life even. In other words, go extra mind to do anything to make sure that that woman, that man, survive any form of all those attack in life, criticism, accusation, persecution. Give out. Love is in giving. It's not in receiving. Jesus laid down his life for us. So he's telling us the same thing. We should be ready to lay down even our life for each other in marriage. This is how to love, not in word. Not in word. Love that woman to the extent that you are ready to die for her sake or for his sake. No matter what anybody is saying, you stand for him. You stand for her. In prison, in storm, in accusation, in molestation, in abuse, in criticism, in nakedness, in lack, in want, stay put. That's how to do it. It's the word of God. Two, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. He's talking about sanctification. Paraversion, maybe the woman commit any terrible sin, forgive and forget. Cleanse her, forgive and forget. Don't make reverence to it. Because we sin against Christ every now and then. And when we turn to him, we repent, he forgives us. He cleanses us with his precious blood. And life goes on. And when Christ forgives, you forget. Remember, your sin will not remember. Your sin I will never remember. And your iniquity. Your iniquity I will forgive. And your sin I will remember no more. Yes. Your iniquity I will forgive. And your sin I will remember no more. So learn to forgive your wife. Learn to forgive your husband at all times, no matter what. For how long? As long as Christ is forgiving you. Forgive. 
We have had a lot of people today because of small fornication or adultery here. You put your wife away. My dear, you are playing with fire. You are playing with fire because if you don't forgive men, they are trespassing. God will never forgive you. And when God refuses to forgive a man, that man will never enter heaven. Will never. Some people are alive today, but they are already walking in hell because of the sin of unforgiveness. If you forgive that woman, you will return back. You will come back no matter what. No matter what. Three, that the man preserved into himself glorious church. You see that? None of this spot or wrinkle. Present it back to yourself. When we mess around, it will cleanse us, then we return us back to himself again. Back. In other words, let there always be proper reconciliation. Always reconcile yourself. The moment you know that you are missing it, reconcile back immediately. Give no room to the devil. Be 100% in tune of each other. Remove any spot, remove any wrinkle. Present it as a glorious personality to yourself, as born as husband and wife. That he might present to himself a glorious church. Glorious. Make your home glorious. Make your husband glorious. Make your wife glorious. Not have this spot or wrinkle. Not have anything you don't like in her. Or anything you don't like in him. Pull it away. Pray what you need inside. Make it looking glorious. Suitable for you. Highly presentable at any time. Looking, take away. At all times. Or any such thing, but that it should be worn holy and without blemish. Make her holy at all time. 28. So ought men to love their wife as their own bodies. He that loved his wife loved himself. And he that loved his husband also loved her self. That is the truth. This is how to do it. With these weapons of love, you will be able to build your home. No room for third party. Things go wrong, you reconcile within yourself immediately. Please love each other so dearly. So that you are ready to die for that man, you are ready to lay your, your, your life down for that woman. That is what love is entailed. You give out your life. Give out what everything. Because that is exactly what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross of Calvary. We will continue this message. This is just four indicators here. We have about eight of them. So the remaining four will be coming out in part two of Marriage Builder. Please, I plead with you, share the word of God with as many people as possible and evangelize. Help people all over the world to hear the word of God. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I repent once again of my sin. Have mercy on me. Come into my heart, be my Lord, be my God, and be my Savior. Write my name in the book of life. Grant me grace and measure to serve you faithfully unto the end, Lord. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for as many that have accepted as Lord and Savior. Have mercy on them. Forgive their sin. Write their name in the book of life. Grant them grace and measure to serve you unto the end. Connect them to the right local church where they go to serve you faithfully unto the end. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Pray like this. Say, Father, help me to use food, godly sexual relationship, fervent prayer, and love to build my home. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father, help me to use food, godly sexual intercourse with my spouse, fervent prayer, and honor, loving one another to build my home in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even as I've used it to build me, love to build me, help me to build my home, O God. 
in the name of our Lord. I have no other weapon. These are the weapons you have given to me, no God, to build my home, Lord. Help me to use them positively in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Help me to use food to build my home, to build my family in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Help me to use godly social relationship between me and my wife or between me and my husband, you know, to build our home in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Help me, Lord God, to use fervent prayer, fervent prayer to build my home, to build my home, to build my home. That I will not be listening in, the thing, in, 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 in praying for my spouse in the mighty name of our Lord. And help me, O God, to love my wife so dearly. If you are meant to love your wife, pray like that. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to love my wife so dearly, so dearly, so dearly, that I will be able to do anything for her, standing for her at all time. Cleanse her, forgive her, Lord, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. If you have any counseling, you can always reach me on WhatsApp through the same number on the podcast. Remember, blessed. Don't forget about watch word that was she hammering on. Marriage is honorable in law. Bed on the five. God will judge them. Receive grace to be holy in your marriage, to love your spouse, to pray fervently for each other to love each other, and to do all the needful to build your home. You will not lose your marriage. Marriage will not take you to hell. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Don't forget, part two will be out on Friday by special grace of God. Stay blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.